Hello. If you are listening, this is my first ever podcast. I don't expect anyone to be listening, but if you are, thank you for coming to the start of my journey. The whole point of this podcast is so you can experience what it's like being a student trying to start a business and the problems and thoughts that I face throughout this journey. I'll start by telling you a little bit more about me. If you haven't seen any of my social media channels, I think this might be useful. So, I'm a 19-year-old student in marketing, PR and advertising. I'm at the University of Derby in the UK. And I went straight from college or sixth form, whatever you call it. And I have been through quite a lot in my life. I didn't live with my parents from being three years of old. I was in foster care. And throughout my life, I've had people asking me questions about that, which I'm completely happy with. And over time, it's allowed me to accept my past and understand that it's a part of me. And some people won't understand what it's like to be in foster care. And some people might think that they do. But unless you've been in foster care yourself, you might not fully understand. It's nothing like Tracy Beaker. It's basically the same as living with your parents. However, it's a complete stranger. Some people would see it as a positive, but the majority of people see foster care as a negative thing. I'm one of the people that see it as a positive and it's helped me turn into who I am today. So that's a little bit about me and who I am. And I'm now going to start talking about the things that I've wrote in my diary about some of the things I've been thinking about over the past week. So the first point in my diary is... Speaking, not doing. And when I wrote this down, I had scrolled through social media and saw a lot of people that say all of the big things that they're going to be doing and talking about how they're going to be this person and they're going to be a millionaire that sort of thing and they don't actually do it and I I strongly believe that a lot of the reason why they don't is either one because they want to impress their friends by saying they're going to be doing lots of big things or two They feel that they have an expectation to meet and not saying those things puts them at a risk of being judged. And I I strongly believe that they're probably 
nervous of saying that they're not doing anything. Maybe because their friends are and they feel like they need to meet that expectation. Maybe it's parents expecting things of their son or daughter. I don't know. It would be interesting to find out what you guys think. Yeah, I don't know. It could even be because they believe in themselves too much. But then they don't believe in themselves enough. And I know I've just contradicted myself, but maybe they believe that they can do it in their head. But then they're nervous of the risks that they will have to take in order to become who they talk about being. I don't know. It's quite an interesting topic to find out why. I mean, thinking about a person's mind, it's very, very easy to get stuck in your head. And whenever I talk about being stuck in your head and people talking about that they're in a rut, which I'm going to be talking about next. Um, I think it, it, it's very easy to put things off. And especially, especially if there's distractions, you can put those distractions first. And sometimes it's not really the best thing to do. Yeah. My second point, as I just mentioned, is people saying that they're in a rut on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, um, in the comments of these big entrepreneurs such as Gary Vaynerchuk or Steve Bartlett, probably even Elon Musk. Um, and lots of people ask these huge professionals about how did I get out of being in a rut? And I've been thinking about it a lot. And are they actually in a rut or are they just speaking, not doing, as previously mentioned? Because people will use the fact that they're in a rut to put off doing the action and using it as an excuse. But it's, as I said earlier, it's it's easy to say stuff and not do. And saying that they're in a rut, or unless something personal has happened or they don't have the self-belief yet, I don't see any reason why they shouldn't be making the actions or people in general shouldn't be making actions towards where they want to be. So getting closer to your goals, some people will say that they work really hard and then they don't work on weekends. But then I, I suppose it depends where your priorities lie. Because obviously not everyone is going to be career driven. And I don't think you fully know that you're career driven until you get into a career that you fully enjoy. 
And that's what I'm trying to build at the moment is I'm trying to build a business where I'm going to be happy and my employees are going to be happy so that on a Friday night, they're not going to be really, really happy to leave work. And on a Sunday night, they're not going to be really anxious about going back to work on the Monday. And I, I, well, I just wish that everyone could have that. Unfortunately, it's not available to everyone. But that's what I'm trying to build. And just speaking about actions and preferring to watch TV, well, I mean, you're not doing actions if you're watching Riverdale at three o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, I can understand if it's 10, 11 or 12 p.m. Because some people really struggle to work on the evenings and prefer to get up slightly earlier and work in the morning. But, again, I suppose it's where priorities lie. There's lots of people that will be listening to this and will probably disagree with what I'm saying. But they're most likely family people and prefer to put all of their time investment into their family. And that's okay. Unfortunately, I don't know whether that life is for me. And I'm going on a bit of a tangent, but it's something I'm trying to get to grips with at the moment. Only being 19, I'm very early on in my life and I'm constantly realising and learning new things, which is a really positive thing. And I'm starting to lean towards being a career-driven person because I prefer to constantly be working and progressing in my life than sitting with my sister and chatting about her life. And obviously it's bad for my sister and my family members because that puts lots of stress on them. And it will even make them feel slightly lonely, I suppose, because they might not be able to understand where I'm coming from and may just see me as ditching the family. I don't know. It's, it's never nice to be rejected. Um, and, that, and they could feel like it's rejection and feel like I don't want to be there. And I do, I mean, my sister's just had a baby and when I saw the baby and heard about the baby, I put off going to see my sister a little bit because my sister's 21 and she's at the University of Wolverhampton. And it's, I don't know, the, the baby... I felt like it was a big thing that happened to me and I was putting it off because I didn't want that change, I suppose. Usually I don't mind change, so if I have to move house or I have a change of lecturers at university, 
it doesn't faze me at all. But that was a bit different and I've never really felt like that in my life before. And my sister expected me to hold the baby and I, I told her before she had it that I wasn't open to that side of the deal. But I knew my sister would force it upon me as most sisters would. So she came along and put the baby on my lap and I don't know. It just felt weird. I I didn't want to interact. I didn't want to really be in that situation. And some of the people listening to this will have their mouth open because they'll they won't understand. But I think it it was just a change, and I'm sure it will grow. The, the the affection will grow as the baby grows. Um, it was just weird. I've never really held a baby or been close to a baby before. It it was probably that, to be honest. It was just, it made me feel a bit insecure. Especially because I I don't really spend much time around young people. I'm usually around. Well, especially baby young, the baby's about a month or two old now, so it's a very young baby, and I don't, I don't, I never spend my time around people that can't fully speak. So it was a different experience for me, and I'm sure as time goes on, I will get used to that. I actually left it a month before I went to see the baby and I know that probably disheartened my sister a little bit but to be honest on that month I was really busy and I'm not making excuses but as I said I was putting it off slightly because I was nervous and, and when I was there I chat to my sister more than looking at the baby because normally if someone has a baby they'll go straight to the baby and it will all be baby 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 but for me I kind of took a step back and focused on my sister and making sure that she was okay anyways on to the next point before I keep talking so my my third point in my diary is knowing yourself and your goals. So this kind of links with another point that, well, a few other points that I've got further below, further down the list. Um, so knowing yourself and your goals is basically what it says in the tin. This will probably quite be quite a short point. So if you want to build a business or just build something in general you need to know who you are before you can take the next steps towards building something and when I say building something I don't just mean building a business or well I don't know what else there is to build but um, 
I don't just mean building a business, I also mean building relationships and not just romantic relationships, also relationships with family members and friends. You need to know yourself and where you want to be as a person and that should always come at the forefront because that's your standard and you should never let your standard slip and it is very easy to do so i've done it with my i've done it myself several times because even though our friends will help us and guide us along the way you need to know who you are truly and deeply and you need to know your path and sometimes it's easy to go along with someone else's path for too long because you want to make them happy and you're having a good time but there comes a day that you need to go back onto your own path and it will be upsetting to leave your friends but you need to focus on you really people say that friendships and relationships are what make you happy and life is all about happiness not just about building something big and building relationships is great and it can be really upsetting to get out of that relationship whether it's romantic or whether it's just a friend and so, so sometimes you need to realign your goals may change and you will probably change along the way but just remember yourself because sometimes being selfish isn't a bad thing even though it gets portrayed to be quite a lot so I'll, I'll tell you about my goals actually as we're on this point so my goals have constantly changed but whenever my lifestyle changes and I move on to a different path I will always set goals and this is because I always want something to strive for and I always want to keep growing and moving forward so back in secondary school I used to want to do I wanted to be a games tester and then it moved on to a games designer which above similar but my goals changed and I adapted myself in order to meet and try and get to those goals and a lot of it is working with your environment and what's around you to help you get to those goals because everyone's going to have their own individual goals and I truly believe that helping each other to reach those goals is key really but you can't get too involved if that makes sense so yeah that makes sense um so from going from games tester to games designer i then moved on to deciding that i really wanted to do something around product design and something around the kind of design and technology area and then i didn't have the resources to do that so I did I level maths and that influenced me to want to go into mathematics um, because I, at the time I was really enjoying doing algebra 
and I know quite a lot of people will frown as I say that. And then I soon decided to, well, after failing my maths um, first year at I levels, it then made me realise that actually was that really what I wanted to do? And I, I, I went to universities to have a look at open days, as you will in your first year of A-levels, if you plan to go to university. And I started to realise that I didn't enjoy what was being talked about in the small lectures and seminars about what was entailed on a maths course, what like the content on a maths course. And it made me almost fall asleep, as most people would in a maths lesson. And then after searching around and looking at different courses, I went to a seminar and I really enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed what was going on. And the lecture that they were giving was on marketing. And I really enjoyed the insight that I got from that. So I did a bit more exploration around it. And at the time I was doing a business course, um, which again was part of my A-levels, that that was 50% of the four courses I was doing, which then dropped to three courses I was doing in second second year of my A-levels. But then I ended up picking up business because I failed psychology and I failed maths. So I picked up another business and I ended up leaving secondary school with basically three grades in business. And it was good because when I decided I wanted to go into marketing, that was in between first and second year. It made me realise that I really did enjoy business and I enjoyed learning about business. And then ever since I've come to university... I've been battling with myself whether I should have done design. And I'm now starting to realise that I can still do design work whilst working in marketing. And I've started honing in the sort of stuff that I enjoy and I've now decided I really enjoy marketing, branding, advertising, all that sort of stuff. But the key thing that I really do enjoy, after reading a lot about it and getting really interested in it is that I really enjoy social media and I really enjoy social media marketing and after building a personal brand which isn't fully where I wanted to be yet but after building that I really enjoy it and if if you spoke to me a year ago I didn't really post well I didn't post anything on social media I was only on Facebook I wasn't really involved and I wasn't really on social media. I was just there. Well, I wasn't active on social media. I was just on social media. But now, after doing part of my course on Twitter, I've really got into it and I really, really enjoy it. And I think it's good now that I've honed down my skills to find an area that I'm, I'm really passionate about. 
And to be honest, at the moment, I can see that lasting. But whether that changes in the future, when I'm building this business and I start to expand into branding and advertising, I I might then decide to slide towards one area more than another. But that that's where I am at the moment in regards to goals. So my next point is the student mentality. A lot of professionals see students as incompetent, don't work hard, they like to just go out and drink, um, they don't turn up to lectures at university, and that they don't really know where they want to be and who they are. And it's quite a lot of this perception is wrong because I know several people that are at university that. Yes, they may want to go out with their friends on a, the occasional weekend, but that's not all of their life. And I don't think universities help that because they promote a lot of drinking events. But I know a lot of inspiring students at university that know what they want to do and are really working hard towards their goals. But on the flip side, I also know there's a lot of people that don't know what they want to do but are working hard to find out what they want to do by trying little things, speaking to different people. And after speaking to people on different courses and trying out different things at university, I've really found out that it's amazing to see people that are doing things I would personally find boring but they really enjoy it. And it's it works the same both ways because they would find watching adverts boring but I really enjoy the innovative thinking behind it and the creative ideas and students are also looked at as being lazy and I'm not gonna lie some students are lazy and they don't get up till 3pm in the afternoon and then well, they just don't work hard. But to be honest, a lot of professionals think that's all students. But it's not. The reason students may seem lazy or come across this way is because they're trying to find themselves. And some people, it happens straight away and they find who they are. But other people, it can take years. And that links to a previous point about knowing who you are and being being yourself, finding out where you fit in society and just finding out who you are as a person. This can be defined by the people you hang around with, the way that you act, and just you as a person, the area you go into. There's lots of external factors that come into this. But just remember, don't change yourself for a person. Or don't change yourself for a business. Or don't change yourself for anything really. Just be who you want to be. Be the person that you aspire to be. Don't aspire to be the person. You need to be the person. <laughs> if that makes any sense, I don't know. To me that makes sense, but to you it might not. So if you 
aspire to be someone that's really confident and outgoing but at the moment you're quite shy and you don't like being the centre of attention maybe start trying to get into public speaking I know I, I used to have self-esteem issues but then I've got into public speaking I really really enjoy it I love the nervous feeling beforehand and then the feeling like you can achieve it all afterwards lots of people are nervous especially to do public speaking talking about it with your friends can help too if if you feel like there's something that you want to achieve but you're not sure how or you're uncertain of how because that they might give you some advice or something that you've never thought of and i think friends are key no matter, no matter what stage you're at in your life it's always good to talk to people my next point is quite a big point. It's about knowing how insignificant the human race is in comparison to the outside of the box. So a lot of people just see themselves and their friends and see life just being there. And somehow thinking that they are more significant than a friend or a family member or just a type of person. But actually, after listening to one of Steve Bartlett's, um, one of his podcasts, it's made me realise that, well, it's made me realise even more so of how insignificant we are in comparison to what's out there. And the person who was speaking on Steve Butler's podcast was talking about how he did a martial art and that helped him to find who he was and to know himself, but also to realise how ins insignificant he is in comparison to everything else. And he said, he linked it back to Adam and Eve but he also linked it to water. So I'll tell you the water point first, and then I'll try and talk about the Adam and Eve story. So he said, people think they're different. And people see the wave as being different from the ocean. But actually, it's all just one big thing. And it, it's all just one so believing that one person is better than another is like believing a wave is different from the ocean. They are one of the same. Just as if you're listening to this, we are one of the same. Just as when you listen to Gary Vee or an entrepreneur, a celebrity, you're all one of the same. They've built that. They've made the actions and you're at the beginning or what may seem like the beginning. Everyone's at a different stage in their life and understanding what stage you're at can help you get closer to your goals and become more peaceful within yourself. The Adam and Eve story, he talked about Adam and Eve thinking that the apple was different to the tree and thinking that the apple was special from the tree, but actually the tree as a whole 
was more special than an apple. And they're just one of the same. Again, it's similar to the the wave in the ocean. And just understanding that a wave in an ocean and an apple on a tree, it's really insignificant. Look how many waves happen in the ocean every day. You probably can't even put a number on it because I don't think there's anyone that counts waves. But it's really insignificant. And when a wave costs you to toes, whether it's a big wave or a large wave, it's just like in life when you have an obstacle in front of you. It may seem like a huge obstacle and a huge wave, but looking back, it won't be big. And also people thinking that they're significant. We're all one of the same and no one is more or less than another. We all get born. We all have different circumstances when we're born, yes. But we all get born and we all live a life and choose how we live that life and then we die. And that may, may seem harsh, but that's life. We'll all die and we'll all be born. We'll all be born and we will die. And choosing how to spend your time is key to realising your part in life and realising how insignificant we are in comparison to life. People have been around for thousands of years and will be around for probably more than a thousand years after we all die. So just understanding that the significance of one person on the world, well, not even the world, and the universe is nothing. It's like seeing the insignificance of an ant in the world. It's insignificant. If someone steps on an ant, look how many ants there is on the planet. Probably, it's not, not everyone in the world is going to have a day of mourning for that ant. And it's the same principle for life. We're insignificant in comparison to the larger picture. I wrote down about plastic bags insignificance in comparison to all plastic bags. But I've already talked about insignificance quite a lot and I think I've got my point across I have two final points what do you want from life and how bad do you want it so it, these are the two points that I said were similar to other points that I previously mentioned you need to know what you want to get out of your life whether that's being there for your family or whether that's trying to build something but just Remember that when you go to your grave, it doesn't matter how much money is in your bank account. Everyone goes to the same place. And whether you're put in a grave or not, we're all going to the same place. And you need to know what you want to get out of this time that you're spending on the planet. 
and out of this time that you have of your life because you want to when you're older you want to look back and be happy of what you've done in your life you don't want to regret that you didn't make a decision or you didn't do something while you had the chance and as every day comes and every day goes I've started to realise that doing more in your day rather than watching a TV show is a lot better and you will probably be exhausted afterwards I'm not going to tell you that you're not going to be exhausted and you're not going to be really tired and feel like you don't want to do it anymore because you will but building that resilience to keep going on and keep keep pushing is a really good skill to have and it's really really good to build especially if you build it at a young age because then you can achieve anything you want in life and swiftly moving forward on to wanting it badly you need whatever you try and do and whatever you choose that you want from life you need to want it bad you're not going to be resilient enough if you don't want it bad enough and you're not going to be able to keep pushing through all of the hard obstacles because an obstacle will hit you and you think that's hard and then you'll get past that and, and an even harder one will challenge you and you need to understand that whatever you want from life you're never fully going to get it you may want it bad you may want it more than anything you may want it more than you can breathe like Eric Thomas has said but I personally believe that you can't fully reach who you want to be because if you if you set a goal for in a year from now to do five public speaking events and you do five public speaking events yes yes you've met that goal but you'll set something bigger there's always a bigger challenge at hand and if you're not setting these goals you're not progressing you're not growing and that's when you'll most likely look back and realise that you probably should have done more. And for the older ones of you that are listening to this, you're probably thinking, how on earth can a 19-year-old person understand this with very little experience? But I do. And if you can't trust me on this point, go and look at people that are in their 70s or 80s. And then I think you'll truly realise how significant every second is in the day and how significant it is to keep pushing forward and keep working hard because you get to that age and most people can't do that much so just be aware that time keeps moving whether you spend it on a TV 
watching TV, I mean, or whether you spend that on working towards your personal growth, or whether you even spend it on your family. Just spend it on something that is worthwhile and is going to help you to achieve who you, what you want to achieve and take the steps closer towards your goal. And just before we finish, I'll talk about taking the steps towards your goal because I believe that every decision that you make is a step. Sometimes it will push you forward, sometimes it will pull you back and make you lose your footing. But overall, you should probably keep pushing up this mountain and it will constantly get harder. And when you feel like you've got to the hardest part, you'll look up and there'll be a part that's even harder. And quite a lot of professionals say this, it's like climbing a mountain. You just have to keep going and keep pushing. It's Sunday night here in the UK. For all those of you that are listening to this today, set yourself a goal for the the next week or the next day or the next year or five years. Just set yourself a goal, one goal, and try hard to get to that goal. But more importantly, Enjoy the progress to get to that goal. And it may change, but embrace it and embrace the process, embrace the journey and embrace reaching that goal and moving forward and embrace embrace your personal growth and, and, and embrace just moving forward. Never forget to keep moving forward. Thank you for listening. And if you listen to if you are listening to this, thank you for being there at the start of my journey. I hope that this is, has been as I hope that this has been a value and been really insightful for you. If you could comment your name back down below, I'd really like to talk to you or, or even leave a review. I'd really like to talk to you to see how I can make these even better because I'm always looking to improve. Or just message me on social media. Come and speak to me. I'd like to chat. Thank you. Thank you for listening.